Welcome to the You Got This podcast, featuring authors Donnie and Sandy. We invite you to settle in, open your hearts and minds, and be inspired to trust and present hope in the Lord. When you allow Him to lead the way, you got this. Hey, welcome everyone to another great episode of You Got This with your host, me, myself, Donnie, and my lovely wife, Sandy. And we're going to talk a little bit about my personal authored book called The Pebbles in the Water. One uh, Pebbles in the Water. And it's a great story about a Christian contractor who picks up a boy and changes his life in ways that you can't possibly imagine. And that life change in him has ripple effects that last his family for years. And with the help of my lovely wife, we're going to share a couple of excerpts from the book and discuss how God gave them a chance. And when this family learned to let God lead the way, they learned that they got it. They had everything in their control. So sit back and relax and uh, just listen to a couple of excerpts and, uh, and we'll discuss how God changed the world. You want to take a, a minute to read the introduction, honey? Yes, welcome everyone. This book is a wonderful story showing how if you just step out of your comfort zone that you can make a world of difference that not just into the lives you are directly touching but to the lives you are indirectly changing as well that they will tell to people as you've heard that saying but that is so true that you make a difference in somebody else's life and heart and they're changed, then they're going to pass that on. Just like it says in the Bible in Matthew 7, 12, So in everything, do to others what you would have them do to you. For this sums up the law and the prophets. So if you have needs that you want people to step out and help you you have to do the same thing as God leads you and you feel that tugging at your heart so let me begin reading the introduction of this book it's a beautiful day and you're standing by a pond watching the ducks on the water the trees surrounding are still not much of a breeze and a clear blue sky above You're admiring the beauty of God's creation. The water is still and you can't resist picking up a pebble and skipping it across the pond to see and watch the rippling effects. Pebbles in the water, one act of love, results in many changed lives. It is about how one act of love can have rippling effects just like the pebble you skip across the water and you see the rippling effects it has on the water. Just one life that you can make a difference in, one life at work, or you know, smiling somebody at somebody in the grocery store that looks really down, and just saying hi. You don't know the story that goes on in people's lives and how some people may feel so alone and so depressed as if they don't have a friend in the world and nobody cares. I've heard that one over and over from some of the people that I've dealt with and they said they do that does make a difference that someone noticed them because some are so alone they don't feel like anybody notices them so you'd be amazed at just how much a smile even the least little thing and saying hi how are you doing today can 
even that can make a difference in somebody's life. Continuing on, you don't need a degree or to have or to have attended a seminary school. You just need the Holy Spirit. It is the Holy Spirit who works through God's will and your surrendered heart. Therefore, my beloved, just as you have always obeyed, not only in my presence, but now even in my absence, continue to work out your salvation with fear and trembling. For it is God who works in you to will and to act on behalf of his good pleasure. That's Philippians 2, 12 and 13. When you humble yourself to be used by God to bring his heart and his voice of love to a world that is lost, he will give you what you need when you need it to fulfill his purpose. It is his power working through you. Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that believes in me, the works that I do, he do also, and greater works than these shall he do, because I go unto my Father. John 14, 12. Every act of love, great or small, can make a big difference. Even if it is just smiling at someone who looks lost, down, or depressed, and everyone else is passing by. One small act of love can make a big difference. You just need to obey the still, small voice of God within your heart as He speaks to you and leads you in the way you should go. I will instruct you and teach you in the way which you shall go, and I will guide you with my eye. Psalm 32, 8. Step out and find out the wonders that God can do through you. As you step out, it allows Him to work through you. You do not need to know every step. You just need to trust that he does and I bring you the blind by a way they knew not I will lead them in paths that they have not known I will make darkness light before them and crooked things straight these things I will do unto them and not forsake them that's Isaiah 42 16 Nick one of the characters in the book he steps out to help a runaway boy and that act of love and obedience grew into a wonderful lifetime friendship and ministry for both Nick's and Mike's families. They became lifelong friends in the process. Step out. Be that pebble in the water and allow God to be glorified through you. When he is glorified, many people are affected. I, the Lord have called you for a righteous purpose and I will take hold of your hand and I will keep you and appoint you to be a covenant for the people and a light to the nations to open eyes of the blind and to bring prisoners out of the dungeon and those sitting in darkness out from prison house I am the Lord and that is my name and I will not give my glory to another or my praise to idols behold the former things have happened and now I declare a new thing. Before they spring forth, I proclaim them to you. That's Isaiah 42, verses 6 through 9. And as the book starts out, a teenage boy was walking down a dark, desolate highway in the middle of a thunderstorm. He was wearing only a jacket in the distance, and he saw a car coming toward him and he frantically waved his arms while jumping up and down. The driver of the car sees him and he wonders to himself, why is there a kid on the highway? So he pulled over and rolled down the window and yelled out at the passenger side window, hey, get in. 
The hitchhiker replied, thank you so much. The driver of the car, in, car introduced himself. Hi, my name is Nick. My name is Mike, the hitchhiker replied. How long have you been out there? Nick asked. All day. Where are you headed? Mike replied. You see that one act right there, the simple act of just pulling over to the side of the road and picking up a teenage boy. He had no idea who he was, what he was doing, and he just leaped out in faith. And he heard God's voice just pulled over and help him out. See, that one act of random kindness, will you'll see, will have lasting ripple effects that change the lives of everybody around him. But we're going to sit back here and take a break. And I thought this one song by Casting Crowns, We Are the Body, would be perfect for this particular episode. So we're going to take a break, listen to this song, and we'll get back to the book here in a minute. As she slips in, trying to fade into the faces, the girl's teasing laughter is carrying farther than they know, farther than they know. But if we are the body, why aren't his arms reaching? Why aren't
Hey, welcome back everyone. I hope you enjoyed that song. Now getting back to my, uh, the book here called Pebbles in the Water. I'm going to read you uh, a couple of, uh, pages, uh, couple of uh, lines from chapter 7, Changing Lives. See, he's uh, the family's getting ready to go on a different course. They found a church that they absolutely fell in love with. And they started going and attending. And uh, I'm going to read you a few uh, sentences of it. The following morning, the family gets up, ready for church. After they arrive, the kids head to their classes. David and Rachel head to theirs. As they sit down, a few of their friends ask them, what happened last week with the court hearing? And see, with the court hearing, the kids got in trouble for just simply having a prayer in school, which happens every day. See, God says in the Bible that the world will hate us as much as it hated him. And as we know, this world... The world can't stand Christians. As soon as they hear a Christian, they're going to go up there and literally just torment them. As Maxine Waters said in D.C., she said herself to torture Christians. She said that in the middle of the street, and everybody was applauding her for it, and yet nobody did anything to her. But yet, when somebody does it to her, she doesn't like it. But it, 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 that's just a perfect example of what's going on in this world. And after she said that they, the, uh, the lawyer... A lawyer uh, t called them and said that they won the deposition so the kids had the right to pray in school, which was a fantastic deal. And, and, and Rachel goes on and says, yeah, the lawyer did a fantastic job. And it goes on to say uh, that, um, uh, that's, uh, as it goes on to say, I'm sorry, I'm a little bit unorganized here. Um, that Rich said that they did a great job and God was wonderful to me and Nick responded. That was awesome. The reason we were calling is to hoping that they were going to invite Nick who rescued their son to dinner. They haven't done that yet so they wanted to return the favor and ask him to dinner and she said sure that would be great. I would love to see you guys again. It's definitely been a long time, a way long uh, Nick replied. How does next Sunday sound? Rachel asked. He replies back said that's great. That's awesome. How about 6 o'clock, Rachel said, and uh, Nick declared, perfect, see you then. And See, that's what I mean. The, the relationship with Nick as they he rescued her son lasted a lifetime. It had ripple effects, and they go on to start a ministry, which was amazing. And that's, what, that's the whole entire purpose of the story is how one life changed in an instant. In the beginning of this story, Mike is the kid. And he's running away from home. But you have to know the behind the scenes of why he's running away from home. There was a lot of issues at home and he couldn't deal with it anymore. He couldn't deal with the fighting of their parents. And none of them were saved. And by the kind gesture of this man and who reaches out, once he picks him up to make sure his parents are notified his parents come to get him then it makes a lasting effect because during that time before the parents get there Mike's life is eternally changed and all because of him he stepped out and he also witnessed and he made a difference in his life and that had rippling effects because it went on Mike went on to make a difference in his family's life it could have been a family torn apart and divorced. But instead, it was brought back together by one man stepping out and doing the will of God. 
And we have situations like that in our life all the time. At work, just going off with our friends, sitting down and having a bite to eat at a restaurant. They have, um, they have a thing um, here in Texas where you, you know, it's Make a Difference Tuesday. It's at the drive, uh, drive-thru where you pay for somebody behind you. I mean, it's small gestures like that. You don't have to make big giant ones, but you can make the ones that God lays you on your heart. Because as they were singing in Casting Crowns in this song we just played, if we are the body, why aren't we doing more than just going to church on Sunday and then, okay, we did our deed, we went to church, and then we go about our daily lives. But then if a friend calls and is depressed and needs somebody to talk to, but you just got home from work and you're tired, you suddenly don't have time. But what if you were that one who needed that help? Someone just got evicted. They don't have a place to go. They need help moving all their things out of their house before they lose it. They call on you. Are you going to be there? Or are you going to be on the other end when it's your time expecting people to come to your rescue? Are you there? Are you a Sunday Christian? Or are you living a lifestyle of worship, being the vessel of God that we're called to be? We're called to be ambassadors of Christ. Ambassadors are ones who represent a country. Do we truly represent the hands, the heart, the feet, and the voice of Jesus Christ? Do we do that? Are we showing him love? As we live a lifestyle of love to our fellow man and unselfishness, grace, mercy, and forgiveness, that is just as much a worship unto him as standing in church and raising our hands on Sundays. It's all about having the courage to be a Christian in this world because Christians are tormented every single day. It's about, have, are we going to show the courage? Are we going to step out of our comfort zones and show the love for our neighbors? And it reminds me of this verse in uh, Matthew 28. Uh, verse 18 then Jesus came down came to them and said all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me therefore go and make disciples of the nation and ba uh, nations baptize them in the name of the Father and the Son and of the Holy Spirit and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you and surely I am with you always the, to the very end of age see that's the thing right there he just said it in a nutshell he is the authority and we're breaking his laws every day. When men sleep with men, they're breaking the law. Even though we all, even though we're we're called being hatred to them, it's not about hatred to them. We love them, but we just don't like what they're doing. As an example, if you see a burning building and everyone's standing around and watching. And you say, I know the way to get them out. And people are saying, oh, you just think you know everything. And they're criticizing you because you, they're assuming you're just a know-it-all. 
Are you going to stand there and be a people pleaser and don't want them to think you're a know-it-all and let the people die inside? Or are you going to run into that burning building and you're going to show them the way out? That's what the love of a Christian, the love of God does. You speak the truth. I know the way to eternal life. I know the way to an eternity in heaven with our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. This is the way. Come to him just as you are. And he will receive you. You don't have to change. You don't have to be a preacher. You don't have to join a choir and be a worship leader. But if that's the way the Lord leads you, then go for it. You can just be a construction worker. You can just be an office administrator. You can just be a housewife or a house husband. That's the way it is these days. You can just be who you are. And the Lord says, just come as you are. And he died for our sins. There is no other God in this whole world that dies for you to make you right. In all the other religions, you have to do something for that so-called God. But not in Christianity. And it's a relationship that he doesn't stop there. He's there for you your whole life long. So are you going to receive him? And are you going to be the hands, the feet, and the voice of God the next time he's tucking at your heart? Are you going to step out of your comfort zone to help somebody else? Because maybe somewhere along the road, you may need it too. Are you going to answer the call? I'd like for each, each one of you who's listening out there, maybe you haven't received the Lord as Savior yet. And he says that if you believe in your heart and confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, then you will be saved. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified in your mouth that you confess and are saved. That's Romans 10, 9 and 10. All you have to do is believe Jesus is the Son of God and He died for my sins. So we're going to pray right now and give you a chance to receive Him as Lord and Savior. Dear Heavenly Father, for those listeners that are out there, this is their you got this moment. That they got this eternal life that you offer so graciously for free and you took that pain. Lord, they're praying with me out there and they're saying, yes, I believe that Lord Jesus, you are the Son of God and I believe you died on that cross for my sins and I offer my sins up to you and I ask you to forgive me and I ask you to come into my heart and be the Lord and Savior of my life. I ask, me, I ask you to fill me with your Holy Spirit and I ask you, Lord God, to baptize me in your Holy Spirit. Show me the way every day Open my eyes to see, my ears to hear, and my heart to understand the way you lead me, the way you talk to me, and the way you guide me. In Jesus' name, amen. And if you just did that, please, we have a free book we'd like to send you. Please uh, join our website at www.yournewlifeministries.org and drop us a line, or you can drop us a line and our email address at info at yournewlifeministries.org and let, let us know, hey, I prayed with you on the air. This is your got, your, your got this moment. You got this. Eternal life. 
and then each and every day walk with him. Start reading the Bible, start in the Old, in the New Testament and in the Gospels because the Old Testament symbolizes Jesus Christ. So you, you have to know Jesus Christ from the New Testament to know the symbolism in the Old Testament and just read with him every day. Take him with you when you read the Bible because that's how you grow close to him. You know, if you don't spend time with your loved ones, that relationship's going to grow cold. Well, if you don't spend time with the Lord every day, having devotions with him, reading the Bible, worshiping him at church because we're called to fellowship with other believers, then your relationship with the Lord is going to grow cold. And he gives you strength. He says he's the bread of life. If you don't eat every day, you're body's going to get sick. If you don't eat spiritually, then your spirit's going to get sick and you're going to be weak and you're not going to have what you need to stand up against the enemy that he is not going to let it go. And you'll be blessed as well. Verses are going to just jump off that page when you need it. It's going to be a word as if it was just highlighted in front of you. And you're going to say, God, I needed that word today. And you're going to feel the warmth and the peace in your heart. And that's how you're knowing God's talking to you. All right. Well, I hope you enjoyed this episode. And remember, you can get my book at uh, yournewlifeministry.org. All of our books are up there. And the one in particular that we read today is called Pebbles in the Water. One act of random kindness can have ripple effects. And that was what we were reading today. So if you want to pick up that book or any other book on our website, it's yournewlifeministries.org. And don't forget to sign up for our newsletter, and we'll send a free devotional out. And Or any other concerns, you just write us an email. Same address, info at yournewlifeministries.org. And uh, hopefully you tune in next time for another great episode of You Got This. And you know you got this when you're learning to let God lead the way. Thank you. Catch you.